Hello there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host, Colin Brown, and today I'm joined by Will Pintar. Hello there. And Adam Tudor. Hello there. So today what we're going to discuss is the mechanic of force and force points in X-Wing. It's something that was introduced newly to the game with uh, second edition, and we've had it now since September. So I th- it would be interesting to just have a bit of a, you know, a retrospective on those first few months, especially now as the Jedi are coming out, and see what we think about it as a mechanic. So Adam, I know you've got some strong thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would you like to just give us your, your initial impressions? Yeah, so the Force as a concept I, I really liked. I really liked because they did a lot of like focus shenanigans in first edition with force users, which was cool, but it didn't add a whole lot of flavor and it kind of muddled itself with the others. So the addition of force as a static uh, sort of a side ability, like, you know, mini focus or whatever, I thought was a really cool idea. I was really excited to see how they did it. There was an initial sort of backlash with me personally, I guess, in that all of the Jedi's cool abilities got turned into force costs. So like the Inquisitor was a prime example where previously he could make his attack count as range one just all the time. Whereas then it got changed into you can spend a force to make to give you the range one bonus, which kind of was a, a naff return. He then also gained an extra little bit with negating their range one bonus, sure, but it was it kind of felt like a bit of a dud. And that that really is my feeling on force points on the whole is that I really like them as modifications and I think most of the pilots are fairly well pointed for those points modification those dice modifications just being built in and native on them means that your you know your inquisitors your kylos can run around and kind of live a bit longer with those force points my problem comes in when all of their abilities require me to spend them and especially things like supernatural reflexes which obviously I had a bit of a negative experience with it our hyperspace trial in that you're paying a load of points for the pilot above and beyond what their counterparts are without force. You then have to spend those force points. But now if I'm spending them, I'm not getting my dice modification and I then can pay a load of extra points for abilities that again, are really have really strong effects like boosting or barrel rolling before you move. That's amazing. But the amount of it it costs and then the force it costs is a really big hindrance. And like Kylo Ren being 109 points with Supernatural and and Prime Thrusters, he just didn't do enough work. Even the Inquisitor with Supernatural Reflexes comes in at 80 points for what amounts to a two red dice ship with four hull. It's really a lot. It is a lot. So I think... Before we move on, Will, have you got anything to add to that? Have you used Force Pilots much? Yeah, I've used Force Pilots a bit. Not a massive amounts, as you know, but I've played against them recently with Ahsoka, played with uh, Luke. I think it's dependent on Pilot, really, on how good they are. I mean, me mm-hmm. personally, I think Luke's ability is brilliant and he gets, he gets the Force back. Now, obviously, Adam... Like he said there, you know, he's using supernatural reflexes and he's wasting all the points into that and then uh, wasting all the the force points. The new Darth Maul, he's using a lot there, but if you're putting hate on him and he's getting shot at, then obviously you're going to get that back. People are putting hate on Vader. 
you don't really need to put hate on uh, on Luke, not like you can anyway. But uh-huh. you know, you're getting them force points back. So I think it's pilot dependent, in my opinion. I don't know what you think about that, Cole. No, I agree completely. So I, I think the most direct comparison you can do between a pilot that has force and a pilot that doesn't is in first order when you look compare Blackout and Kylo. So they've got the exact same stats. Blackout, they're both I-5s. They're kind of ignore pilot abilities because that's, you know, Blackout is pretty good, but Kylo's is pretty good. So it's hard to compare them point-wise. But Kylo is 12 points more expensive. And then I think the reason for that is because of the force, he's got those two force points. So but I think Adam hit the nail on the head, right? You have to spend those force points on too many things. Like they're trying to be everything. And in a way, you don't quite have enough of them to to get worth out of them. So Kylo's trying to use them for dice mods, his force ability, his pilot ability. You know, he just doesn't have enough to be able to do all of those things. And I think that's kind of a problem at force. Because I yeah, think it's, it's, it's basically it's, worth it over Blackout. It's definitely a tax. I think there's definitely a tax on force points. And I think we can see that with the, the Jedi's points costs with the new Wave 3. I think, I wouldn't say they're massively overcosted. I think they're slightly more expensive than what I expected. I wouldn't say they're hugely overcosted. But if they could take talent slots as well, then. Yeah, but I think that would be. In a way, I think that limitation is interesting. Yeah. I don't think the force powers really are good, with the possible exception of sense and supernatural, although that's so expensive. Because, for example, if you could take Debris Gapit on Vader, you would take Debris Gambit on Vader. Yeah, absolutely. That would be super strong. So I think kind of intentionally they've done that. And they're limiting the access to Focus Evade, which is why the part, I think that's the reason the Evade on the Jedi is purple, is that you have to spend a Force Point to get that Evade. So you haven't got Evade and Force to really heavily modify your green dice. Yeah, it's definitely to limit the amount of wiggling you can do. Like, you know, everybody hated Auto Thruster Aces, right? So really didn't want you to be able to force evade or focus evade specifically i think with the the force powers hate is for me by far and away the strongest one and i think that's actually what we're seeing is quite a bit of a limitation of the republic is that they can't take hate so like what you're saying will with luke he's the strongest i would say he is the strongest force pilot because he regens it natively he can freely spend it on his dice because he's getting it back whether you shoot you know if you shoot at him or if you don't shoot at him well you didn't shoot at him great and then same with Vader, although you have to take damage, he loves hate because it actually lets you spend those three force points, which he, he costs a lot because he has those three force points. And to be able to spend them knowing that you're going to get them, obviously you don't want to be shot, but realistically you are going to be shot, so you're getting them back, and that's great. Yeah, I think hate as well is going to be stapled. Well, not necessarily stapled, but it's going to be very common on the two force user Sith infiltrators. Because they're quite mm-hmm. low, they're low agility ships, especially when they're not cloaked. They'll be getting taking damage a lot. It's inevitable, so they'll be getting their force back every turn. So I think hate is common. So I think I agree. Really, force users are good where they've got the ability to, to regen that force. But mm-hmm. I was just thinking about Anakin, and he's got again. So he's got a native of pool of three that he starts with, and potentially he can be spending that on modding his dice, taking an evade action, using his pilot ability. And using any equipped force upgrades, like it's just that's four things with three starting with, and you really, I think, 
there's probably going to be a turn, you know, where you roll a few eyeballs and you have to spend them, all your force, just to stay alive. And then all you ever really have is one, one force point. Mm-hmm. Well, and actually, I've missed something. That's also for his ship ability. He can spend the force to do his reposition, which is an ace he'll yeah. need to do a lot. So I think it's just he's going to burn through that force so much. Well, d- just take Maul with uh, Palpatine and Dooku on board, and you're laughing, aren't you? You've got five force points to play with. <laughs> yeah. And then just take hate, roll all the force. Yeah. But there is diminishing returns in making that pool so big because you can only regen so much of it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think coming back to the Kylo example, just I've seen he's so the um, first order aces have been doing quite well recently. And Kylo, I've heard people say that like you just you never ever use his pilot ability. No. Because you can't afford to spend the force. No. I'd be interested to hear if anyone disagrees with that and finds it useful. But like I think that's just the perfect kind of like crux of the point I'm trying to make is like you've got this thing on the pilot that you're paying points for on the pilot, but you can't use it yeah. because you're paying points for these force points and you need them elsewhere. So it is especially given how horrible his ability really is and and how strong it was in 1.0 certainly as it terrorized people, but you're just not yeah. doing it. And I know I've flown Kylo a little bit, and I'm like, have I not spent my force on attack? Am I not getting shot ever again? I might apply this to you. But otherwise, I, I definitely don't want to spend it as my second force point. It, like, it needs to be the first and only force point of the turn for me to spend that. Yeah. I've been quite negative on this episode, but I don't think it is strictly a negative thing. Now, I agree with you, Adam. It's nicely thematic. I like the, the Jedi sh- the ship ability where it can spend the force to do a reposition just because it's, it's kind of equivalent to a stress in a lot of ways. You're, you're spending mm-hmm. the Jedi can spend a force rather than get a stress to do these stressful things, and it's similar to the evade. They don't have a red evade; they've got a purple evade. So it is mm-hmm. nice and thematic. I'm just slightly worried about the force users and their points cost and how efficient they can be because you're kind of yeah you're overpaying in my opinion. A Jedi fighter with just a Jedi Knight take it as just a Jedi Knight where he's spending a force to boost a barrel roll after he moves, and then you can do an action. But then you're, you've paid for his force, which is now spent, versus a TIE Interceptor, which takes a stress, sure, but has the blue on its dial to cope with that stress. And there, focus evading, not focus evading, sorry, focus boosting, focus barrel rolling every turn. Not essentially, not for free, obviously, but for much cheaper than uh, those Jedi fights would be. Yeah. I think if you compare them as well to the Initiative 3 A-Wings, which are 32 points, the Rebel ones, so that mm-hmm. you're paying 7 points more for the, for the Jedi Fighters, and the, which is for the Force Point, and the ship ability, which is, you know, I don't think that's worth 7 points, frankly. No. And you and also don't get an EPT. The other so, issue with the Jedi Fighter is that it's 2 red dice. Yeah. But I mean, again, so is the A-Wing. I mean, their stats are pretty much the same. True. It's true. Like, with the exception of the Force. So it is like that seven-point bump feels like a lot. To it me. does, yeah. It really limits how many of them you're taking, you know, versus yeah. the, the A-Wings where you can you can get a good amount of them down on the, on the table. Yeah. With, with upgrades and toys and things. Definitely. I don't, uh, yeah, and also, I, I don't think it's fair to say that 
this means that the Jedi are definitely crap. Like, I think people will be able to win games with Anakin. Like, double reposition yeah, at like six is good. I've, um, I've been watching some games on Vassal. Quite a lot of people are trying them out on Vassal at the moment. Yeah. Like, I was watching, I've been watching a couple of games the last few nights. Um, some people are having good success with Anakin, definitely. I've seen a couple of two Jedi fighter lists, which were okay, you know, not too bad. Yeah. I think they'll come unstuck against Swarm if they're there against Swarm. Repositioning's good and all the rest of it, but if you've got six or seven ships against two that are glass cannons, you know, it's, I mean, with the title, the with the upgrade, they're pretty good. They're three and three, but you know they they, they were, they're doing all right. They're holding their own uh, from what it seems on Vassal. The Sith infiltrator is definitely the more popular. I'd say mm-hmm. I yeah. see a lot of people taking that. Dooku, I think, is the more popular. Uh, I think people want to want more to work, but certainly all the lists I've been writing, I think Dooku has been my mainstay for the infiltrator in different forms. Uh, Putting like heightened perception on him and putting him at seven and then cloaking straight after that you're shooting i think's really good yeah yeah it's a good trick and then even with hate as well i mean there's a couple of iterations of the list uh i seen scott bryant flying against the list the other day um and it was dooku with all the a lot of a lot of the tools on him and then four vulture droids uh, with uh, energy cells and they were wrecking. They were absolutely wrecking. And uh, even Scott Scott said to me, he goes, oh, he goes, it was unbelievable, that list. He goes, what a headache to fly against. He goes, so, you know, I'm I'm looking down that route, I think. If I'm using force, I'm definitely using the infiltrator. Yeah. I, I flew against the Soka and two uh, arcs. I wouldn't say they're very scary. I, I know people like passing and coordinating and this, that and the other, but I don't think it's a scary list, if I'm honest with you, in really any iteration. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, I feel like those arcs are just going to explode and then you've got Ahsoka with battle meditations not really doing a whole lot. I mean, if if you get a shot on Ahsoka, take it. And if you explode her, then they're not getting the double mods. And even the arcs, though, the arcs were squishy enough. I mean, I had naked Bobber, naked Seavor, elite shuttle attack officer, not much else. What else? Oh, and a naked hand, and just demolished the list completely. So you know, I'm not, I'm not too worried about them. Ahsoka and two arcs, if I'm honest. No. So, so what I've written, one that I like, is three of the naked arcs, just forty-two points each, nothing on them, and then Anakin with calibrated laser targeting, which comes to I think one nine six. So three, I think the arcs almost because they're cheap, just the spamming them basically i think having that extra arc the extra 10 health or whatever it is nine health in there seems strong and then anakin so one thing one counterpoint to what we've been saying about the jedi like and the force users being expensive is that can in situationally be very strong for example if you get anakin to the end game and he's the most expensive thing left alive he can run away forever like if he can hide behind gas clouds take his evades take focuses so he's going to be very hard to kill so I think there is an aspect that you don't want to ignore, where the the expense is good in a way. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some lists written with that in mind. Literally, Anakin runs away for a whole game. Someone tries to run that against me, then fair play. You know, 
it'd be a really boring hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they want to do that, I'll probably just end up conceding. So if there's anyone out there that pulls me in the tournament with that list, there you go. You've got a free 200 nil. <laughs> I'll buy you a beer when I do it. <laughs> no, no, I want to be bought a beer when I concede 200 nil. <laughs> if, if someone's building that with a game in mind and wants to fight it out for five, ten minutes and then run away for an hour and ten minutes. I really hope they're entertaining themselves. Yeah, I really hope so because I'd be bored to tears. Yeah. Have we got any uh, any closing thoughts, gents? I think I've said everything I want to say. I think force is a good thing. I think it's brought a good dynamic into the game. And like like we said earlier, I mean, some pilots, it's I think it's it's good on. Others don't really. I think the chassis that they're on anyway, like Sarge, for example, is a perfect example. The chassis she's on with the ability, yeah, the ability's good, but with the chassis she's on, you're not going to use it. So unless something drastic happens. But yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a good thing. It's brought in a good dynamic and I like it. Great, Adam. Yeah, my, my closing thought would just be to say, I I do think at the core, the pilots are pretty pretty much well-pointed. It's just they're the extra abilities that you're, not expected, but you would expect to fit on them. Just tips them over the edge into being too many points when you could take something else, really. That seems fair. I'm sure we'll have more thoughts once the remainder of the new wave appears this week. <laughs> you more games in with the Jedi and more games in with the Infiltrator with more options. But that's it for today. So it's goodbye from Will. Au revoir. Goodbye from Adam. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. Thanks for listening, everybody. People are counting on us. The galaxy is counting on us. Solo, we'll figure it out. We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force works. Oh, really? You're cold? Come on.